It's season six on fashion life stories. This is Susanna. I was born in Greece, uh, in Macedon, Greece, and raised in New York City. I went to FIT. I studied fashion. I worked in fashion in Versace, Bergdorf Goodman, my own collection, Susanna Galani's jewelry. Now I'm doing art, podcasting style, influence, etc, etc. I'm very passionate about fashion and sharing with you stories. Stories of love, fashion inspiration, how to be cool and chic and have a beautiful life. I hope you enjoy my podcasts. Before we begin, my beautiful darlings, I have to say that uh, it was uh, heart-opening, uh, this experience, uh, to mention to you uh, some of my uh, times of my life that uh, they were life-altering and uh, they made me who I am today. Not all of them, they were happy, as I'm saying by accident uh, on the next segment. Some of them, they were um, not happy at all. They were extremely low in vibrations and... Um, Nevertheless, they were uh, life-altering experiences and they were uh, tremendous lessons for me and they made me, they sculpted me, my character and uh, here I am today, the person that I am uh, and uh, all of these experiences, they shaped me. And um, it comes to my heart and um, they were very important experience and I'm very experiences and I'm very grateful for that uh, everything happens for a reason obviously I also want to tell you here uh, to listen to the episode until the end because uh, I'm adding another life altering experience as a bonus at the end of this episode My beautiful darlings, I'm back. This is episode 7 on season 6. Time is flying and I'm having so much fun creating these uh, podcast episodes for you because um, it's actually very therapeutic and uh, I'm sharing uh, uh, experiences and uh, things that I find uh, interesting to me and uh, while I'm um, studying, whatever the topic is of uh, the episode i'm learning so much and i'm sharing everything with you which is uh, like a double um, pleasure i would say because i'm getting the information uh, for myself hold on i have to drink water i'm sorry i'm so dehydrated these days um while i'm getting uh, i'm so sorry i don't mean to be rude while i'm getting all this uh amazing content that helps myself, my soul, my uh, ascension, my myself to become bigger and better, bigger and better, not size-wise. <laughs> I am getting bigger and better, but that's another story, uh, size-wise. <laughs> that's why I'm starting to, to lose uh, a little bit of the sedentary winter uh, extra pounds. Uh, so I'm saying uh, bigger and better in... Uh, 
spiritual sense, uh, more like uh, figuring out more about myself, about life, about wisdom, about everything. And um, I'm in a good place because I, I learn a lot and uh, I figure things about myself, about my life, about my relationships, about my friendships, about my jobs, my contribution in life, everything is just, I'm learning every day and I'm in such a fantastic place because as I'm learning, I'm also correcting myself and I'm becoming bigger and better in a spiritual sense and uh, happier therefore because a lot of the darkness and a lot of the um, blockages are being eliminated because uh, as soon as I discover something, I, I work on it and um, I deleted if it's not to my highest uh, uh, purpose and it's not uh, serving me uh, in the right way. So I'm very careful in what I'm doing. But uh, I went through a lot of trial and error for years and years and years and years. I would say the last 20 years. So therefore, I learned a lot, but I'm in a place where my knowledge and my insight and my information gathering is really helping me and therefore I'm sharing everything with you my darlings and hopefully whoever is listening is resonating with me in what I am saying is getting some help some um, upliftment and some extra knowledge and whatever because everybody has um, uh, people that uh, they are getting inspiration from and some people are there for me as well and I'm so grateful for the people uh, that are giving me inspirations and uh, they're God sent and uh, God bless them I have to say because if it was not for my inspirations uh, and uh, my influencers and the people that are giving me information to make me feel better and to get uh, uplifted in these dark times which are not dark for me as far as I'm concerned if it was not for them, I wouldn't have been so light at heart and so unintimidated but, uh, by all the darkness that are surrounding uh, the situation in our lifetime these days. And um, anyway, so that's the story. Um, I have uh, to just keep you up to date. Um, I have uh, recorded... Uh, recently uh, the trends of 2023 uh, style trends and uh, I was in such fashionable uh, state of mind and I haven't been there for a while although I'm a fashionista as a lot of you know uh, I love fashion and I grew up in fashion and from FIT to Versace to Bruder Goodman and Susanna Galani jewelry and all that and I have been really immersed in the fashion world uh, for years and years in New York City. Uh, I lost my, my passion uh, during the last four years or so uh, and uh, I'm so delighted to be rediscovering my passion about fashion. Maybe it's the times uh, that are changing uh, uh, on the collective as well. Uh, we went through some very dark times, all of us, and that includes myself, so I, I kind of lost myself there. Although I didn't know the time I was trying to survive and to just go on from day to day and learn every day and use every day and uh, make it happen and make it the best day ever and all this. I was just doing it. But in retrospect now, now that I'm coming out of this darkness um, with the springtime and everything coming around and helping me as well, now that I'm coming out of this darkness, I'm realizing, yes, it was indeed a dark time. 
a dark time, my darlings, and I'm sure you resonate that. You resonate with me about this darkness that where we all went. So I lost my passion for fashion and uh, it was not good. But luckily, that's my term, luckily I'm coining that term. But luckily we are turning around. Uh, and I am personally um, getting more excited about fashion and uh, getting more passionate about fashion. And uh, if I am uh, getting to that point, I'm sure a lot of you are feeling the same as well because we're coming out of the darkness. So I uploaded um, this uh, episode with the fashion trends recently and I hope you check it out the trends of 2023 uh, and now I'm, uh, I'm on uh, a roll I'm kind of uh, trying to go out and experience more fashion scenes and more uh, experiences and um, yes go back back to my roots of Manhattan and fashion and go out there and experience what I missed so much from not being around my old New York city scene and my fashion moments all right so okay <laughs> let me go back to what made me start my day today uh, as soon as I recorded the episode uh, I pre-recorded actually a week before it was posted so as soon as I did that, I got so excited about fashion and about the new season and trends and all that. And one of the trends that I, um, two of the trends actually that I spoke was the old black, but springtime black, summertime black, uh, which is lighter, sexier, fluffier, more details, more drama, more openness and more lightness in the fabric and in the mood as well, not dark and dark and dark I'm sorry, dark and drama, uh, you know, moodiness and stuff. No, the black that I'm talking about, it's color black, yes, because it is a color or the absence of color, yes. But it's not dark, it's light, it's summery, and it's spring, and it's just black, but anyway, it's New York City black, so, but it has a different vibe, lighter, okay, so I was talking about that, and uh, because I, for the last three years, have been buying stuff, yes, but I was trying to derail because I guess my soul needed it. I was derailing from black that I was wearing forever <laughs> in New York City. In New York City black is just a uniform color. Yes, so I derailed and I did the colors, beautiful colors and florals and uh, light colors and uh, camels and uh, sky blues and uh, what else was I doing? Uh, ivories and uh, like I said, uh, floral prints and all these so I did that so I was kind of like yearning for more black especially after I realized that it's trending I guess if I feel that way other people feel that way for this uh, summer black situation spring and summer so I read one of my actually not did not read I hear I heard I watched on YouTube I have a lot of style influencers that I'm getting my inspiration from 
and God bless them because they really shifted my shifted me those inspirators and fashion influencers shifted me out of my winter blues <laughs> um, so they were talking about uh, blog and uh, I did some um, research as well on the topic for my own uh, Uh, podcast episode about the trends so I saw that blog I was picking it up but I also saw it it was there on paper on on internet uh, as far as uh, a trend so I felt um, it resonated with me how I'm feeling currently and this is on the light black light side of black uh, so because I like the mono- mo- monochromatic tone and the easiness of the black and uh, the sophistication and uh, just easy dressing yet sophisticated so Anyway, that resonated when when I started doing uh, this uh, podcast about the trends. So I wanted, and because I wore a dress for the last couple of years, summer dress in black lace, so many times out of my hundred dresses that I have uh, for summer, uh, that was my dress to go to. uh, And I wore this the most. It was a cotton Italian summer dress dress with a beautiful a-line uh, like mid-length and beautiful uh, midi dress but summery with a deep v and uh, sleeveless and it was uh, cinched in, in the waist and i wore a, a, a classic uh, vintage belt uh, in uh, like a snake skin and uh, gold uh, buckle like a hardware uh, very ornate like 80s inspired and that was my style and i enjoyed it so much so 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 much that i thought you know what let me see because i'm i'm traveling to greece this summer uh, maybe being that black is trending again maybe i can pick up some um, uh, additional uh, all black looks because i know how much i enjoyed it it's me so because uh, my 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 um, influencers were talking about and i haven't been there in such a long time uh, they were talking about h&m okay and i haven't been there in like three four years uh one of my influencers was talking about and uh, they were saying how how they're changing their quality a little bit and Uh, she was happy that she found nice pieces like a spring hole uh, she was doing and a couple of my influencer friends uh, I got the inspiration to go and visit uh, H&M so I went and I found two dresses in black one long sleeve with a cinch waist long like three uh, three, like um, below the knee very flowy very feminine with a very deep neckline like a square almost neckline and cinched around the bust area and around the waist area so that gave me uh, it's beautiful and a full sleeve and then the other one was similar but sleeveless without the sleeve and maybe with um with uh, uh, all cut on um, like little strings uh, for uh, straps so it was really pretty and I was so excited and I bought them obviously they were very inexpensive and uh, I was happy and then I went to Saks Fifth Avenue in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue and uh, because I haven't been shopping uh, for the last three four years that much uh, on on department stores the only store that that i would go with i would be maybe sometimes very few times maybe twice a year 
uh, Bergdorf Gutmann and maybe uh, um, Bloomingdale's. I would go there during Christmas time and sometimes. In any case, I was not feeling it, but when I went to Saks Fifth Avenue, which uh, I'm not a customer of this store, I felt that I was entering uh, the world of my older days in uh, fashion. Before uh, the lockdowns, before everything was changing, something inside me just resonated uh, in those beautiful earlier fashionable days and I got so excited, so excited. So I went and I had lunch there, they had the most beautiful restaurant, it's called La Venue. And I got even more excited about it because for some reason, while I was standing there, it's a very plush, beautiful restaurant. They have windows facing Fifth Avenue and that was on the ninth floor. And of course you see the background on Fifth Avenue and then around you see the skyline of New York. You see the most beautiful buildings. You see the beauty of Manhattan. And I was there having a burger and having some sparkling water. I should have had wine, but anyway, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> uh, it was a moment. I, it was really beautiful. And I was just enjoying. And I, and I saw myself uh, and something resonated with me that I was in uh, the good old times again. The New York before all this drama, all this huge, ugly interruption we we had recently and I started feeling so happy, vibrating so high and um, it was really an amazing, amazing time. I was so happy I did that today. So I went downstairs on the fifth floor and I bought a dress, a sexy denim dress because I spoke about one, another trend that is happening, an old denim. It's like a dark denim, very, very light material, but it's like a very sexy, clingy, almost like a tank top, but very fitted and uh, below the knee. And um, it's, it's, it's made by one of the Kardashian sisters. I think it's the Chloe Kardashian line. And um, I bought the dress, so I bought three dresses, two black and one uh, dark denim, but very light in weight. I was so happy, so excited. I felt a glimpse, a glimpse of uh, uh, the good old times, the good old New York, and uh, it was really a very nice, very nice feeling, my darlings, which I haven't felt in a very, very long time. So now we're getting into the topic of the main. Uh, Title, the title of this episode, which is going to be all about my most important, the five top, or maybe a few more, I will add a few more, moments of my life that I felt so happy and I was so elated and they are so uh, memorable that they marked my life forever and ever. And the reason uh, I, um, I'm saying this, uh, I'm creating this podcast is when I came back just to relax because I was in high vibration and I would just, now I had a glass of wine, okay, because I came home and um, I watched one of the girls 
the influencers that I watched and uh, she was talking about uh, her life in Monaco and uh, she's a style influencer and she was selling in this episode about uh, the high vibrations that she felt and it was living in Monaco it was one of the top uh, experiences in her life the top five experience of her life and blah 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 and I thought uh, that would be a very nice episode and also something to contemplate uh, what are your top five moments of your life Susanna how if, you, if somebody asked you this question what would that be uh, what would be the answer what are the top five moments of your life so this episode is going to be the top five but maybe i will add a few more because uh, there are a few more but if i have to do only five i'm going to try i'll see i may add a few more down at the end the top moments of my life that are st- they are engraved in my head and they have uh, been uh, life-altering, okay? Here we go. The first life-altering um, moment, I mean, there are f- a lot more before that, but the most important one is when my mother and I and my brother we flew to the united states to meet my father who was here already and it was my first trip ever i was 13 years old i was not quite 13 i was 12. it was my first airplane trip and my first trip to another country this is where we were leaving everything behind and my mother and my brother and i took the olympic airways from athens and flew to this amazing city, Manhattan, New York City, to spend the rest of our lives there, or or at least a long time (laughs) for the next foreseeable future. It was a life-altering moment when this thing happened, and I was there traveling with my mom and my little brother, and uh, we were going to the United States of America. We were moving, but my father was here already. So it was that trip that uh, it's forever and ever and ever in my head, in my life, in my soul, that it was life-changing experience, okay? That was the first one. The second one was when I was accepted to FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. I was a young girl. Uh, of an immigrant family. I spent the high school years very protected by my family and very secluded and very... Uh, I don't know. Spending it around the family and... Uh, I did have friends, absolutely, and uh, some experiences, but mostly about the family. And then it was... It was the time that uh, I was helped, I was inspired by my teacher, my art teacher, to apply to FIT and um, experience the world of fashion, Manhattan, 
the fashion instead of technology of technology it was a total different experience my darlings living in manhattan spending a lot more time in manhattan meeting new friends having a boyfriend for the first time life altering experience okay so fit the third life altering experience for me was there are so many it's so hard but uh, i would say meeting my ex-boyfriend keith uh, that i was with him for eight years but i would put that on the side because there are so many similar experiences like that up there lucky for me but a life-altering experience for me was when I was uh, um, working for uh, for for uh, for Bergdorf Goodman in Manhattan for Gianni Versace. So the combination of the two, it was uh, an immersion into the luxury business, upscale world of glamour, sophistication, high fashion money glamour manhattan all these i was living in manhattan at the time and the fact that i was working for these high-end uh, design combination or fashion combination eventually i worked for versace directly for the company but uh, initially i was introduced to versace via uh, burger goodman which is one of the most prestigious stores in the world if not the most prestigious okay so while I was working and being in this fashion scene it, and me being a fashionista and loving fashion so much even from a, a child back in Greece I was loving fashion a very altering experience my darlings the next life altering experience for me was a September 11th um, drama which uh, coincided with my ending of the relationship that I had with my ex-boyfriend Keith and ending my job at Versace because I couldn't take it anymore it was too much going on so life-altering experience was when I left all that behind me my relationship my, my glamorous job and then September 11 happened, and at the same time, my jewelry <laughs> design year starting started to happen. Okay, so it was a life-altering experience for me. These years, that was about 20 years ago, 2003. Okay, the next life-altering experience, my darlings, was when I met. When I thought I met the light of the love and the light of my life, that was about 2007. When I thought this is it, this is a man, this is oh, I'm so blessed, I'm so. It was I was in heaven, I was high, I was just I've never experienced anything like that. So when I was around him for two years, it was a life-altering experience. It was a situation where it was it marked me forever, forever, forever. And I'm gonna stop here. I don't want to talk about this uh, relationship, but uh, it was life-altering experience. 
another life-altering experience was when I lost my beloved father. It was a shock. It was deep, it was dark, it was extremely painful, my darlings. So that took, uh, he's been uh, deceased right now for eight years. And I can say that I only recently, maybe recently, started feeling happier again, normal again. It was this painful for me and my entire family. Because he was bigger than life for all of us, and it was really life-altering experience. What can I say? So these are my life-altering experiences. Now, another experience that I have to include in this is an attachment to the top five. Is my I would say a resurrection uh, from the darkness, my uh, upliftment, my spirituality, whatever is coming to me these days is uh, something else, it's another experience, it's my connection with the divine, my renaissance in my life, my reinventing myself and my being in a place where I can only say is the highest I have been and uh, I would say in this case it just has has to do uh, the reason that uh, this um, experience is so life-altering is when I came to the realization how much connected I am with the divine and how powerful I am and how protected I am, I am and how um, beautiful I feel about this experience and how loved I am uh, with this connection with the divine which is God the highest of all connections and it just came out of all this darkness and um, it's a life-altering experience I have to say And the most important experience. I have yet, I cannot imagine anything better happening in my life, anything more higher than that in vibrations than this. Well, I'm going to Greece this summer and I'm going to try to reconnect with the gods and uh, the ancient Greek world. And uh, maybe that will be a highlight maybe that will be something another experience that would be life-altering because i have although i was born in greece i grew up in, in new york city and this is home for me so i've made the intention of just reconnecting with my motherland so maybe this year something will top the way i feel these days with my pure blessed connection with the divine that I have these days and uh, hopefully I'm sure I, I, I'm sure there's better than that I'm sure so I'm looking forward to the summer therefore I'm going back to the styles that I just purchased 
the fashions, the beautiful dresses and all that. And I'm so excited. Fashion is part of the equation, I would say. This is what gives me so much joy. Anything fashion related. I'm obsessed with fashion. As much as art, of course, and as much as uh, jewelry design and all that. But... Um, to conclude this episode I am very grateful that I was able to reach yet another um, level of uh, excitement of joy of uh, enlightenment of empowerment of appreciation and gratitude of course and it's just something that I'm very very excited to share this with you and uh, Why am I doing all this? Because I feel maybe that will inspire you to seek out of the darkness that you may be feeling, if you are feeling darkness. A lot of people in the world are are feeling darkness and they have a lot of issues, a lot of mental situations, a lot of darkness. I see it. I see it. Uh, Hopefully, whoever is listening to this episode is going to... um, create some awareness for you to reflect some of the highlights of your life, some of the most uh, uh, life-changing moments, revisit them and uh, also allow those moments uh, to define you uh, more clearly and to allow you to become whole and um, complete and accept yourself as you are and love yourself as you are and appreciate everything you have and yet be optimistic and expect more more happy surprises so i'm going to end this episode here and all i'm asking you to do is ask the divine to send you more happy surprises surprise me surprise me just say to the divine surprise me send me a happy surprise i don't know what it is but send me a happy surprise so i'm ending here and uh, i'm sending you my love and a big kiss and um, that's it bye bye So this is the bonus life-changing incident that I mentioned to you earlier, and uh, it's it's get ready. It's it's very very serious and very dramatic, I would say, in retrospect. Um, But uh, I'm alive and well, and uh, whatever doesn't kill you make you stronger, as they say. So it was uh, an incident in my life, I would say, uh, in the spring. It was actually my birthday, May 25th, uh, 2015, 2015. Uh, after my father passed away, it was the most uh, dramatic and most devastating period of my, in my life. I never, I never felt that way. I felt a little bit of a loss a few years earlier with um, uh, something that happened in my life uh, that I lost someone else, but it was not quite like um, as dramatic and as final as when I lost my father. 
So it was very difficult for me to handle. I was in shock and uh, it, it happened uh, actually very fast. So no, so no one was expecting this to happen. So everyone was in shock and then I had to deal with my mother. I had to be like uh, uh, taking care of her because she had such, such a fantastic life with my father. And uh, I felt, oh my God, what is she gonna do now? I'm such, I'm such an empath, you know? Never, I never looked at myself, what am I gonna do now? Because I was always uh, independent and, you know, having my life. Uh, although my father was a major figure, when, when, when he was gone, I felt so much from my mom and I, I, I devoted my whole remaining energy after the shock and the drama and all this of the loss, I, I devoted 100% of my life in, you know, uh, helping my mom because I felt so bad for her because she had my father uh, for many, many years and he was everything to her and they were always doing things together and um, they did have a beautiful life together and uh, it was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, at this point where it has changed drastically, I would say. So I felt so bad for her. So I was focusing a lot on her and never mind myself, you know, didn't put myself last. So it was one of those days where uh, I had, uh, we had the six month ceremony actually for my father's death. So we did uh, uh, a church ceremony prayer, which is very, uh, traditional in the Greek Orthodox uh, uh, religion. So after that, it was a Sunday and it was my birthday. So we were going to, to, to celebrate my birthday later on. So I went for a walk with, with a couple of my friends and family. So and then everybody went to their, uh, you know, other people to see and other things to do. So I was all alone and it was our beach. It was at our beach house. So I decided to go for a walk to the beach before before lunch. So crossing, uh, I was in a good mood. It was my birthday after all, but it was a little bit sad because of my father's loss and the six month ceremony that happened earlier during the church. So I was kind of like, uh, like myself, I suppose. I didn't realize at the time, at the time, how, how I was. So I tried to cross the street. Uh, it's a, it's not a huge highway, but it's definitely crossable, um, like a double road, a yeah, two-lane uh, road, and uh, next to our house. And I decided to cross that in order to go to the beach, which was about uh, maybe five blocks away from there. So. I was ready to cross and I checked on the right, checked on the left, and then I decided to cross. The next thing I remember, I was on the floor, on the, on the street, uh, I had fallen, I was in and out of consciousness, uh, a lot of people were around me, ambulances were around me, uh, medical people and all that, and I touched my hair, well at one point where I was uh, semi-walk, and uh, my hair was full of blood and there was blood on the street and me f had on, the, on the floor of the street and all that and a lot of commotion then I was in and out of um, consciousness and then at one point I was helicoptered to go to the next big hospital in Long Island and uh, 
I was in and out. So at one point I remember my sister-in-law Marina saying I have to go with her in the helicopter and they, uh, somebody said, no, we cannot allow anybody. She just has to be by herself. We'll take her there. We just ha- you just have to meet us at the hospital. And, um, and then I went uh, and, and I was uh, unconscious again and then in and out. And then the next thing I remember, I was in the helicopter. I had been helicoptered in, in uh, my way to the the hospital it's an emergency situation and then I remember all the people around me and then when I was conscious I, I realized what had, what had happened and it was a car accident a pedestrian uh, I was a pedestrian I was hit by a car and I had no idea how that happened I must have blacked out or something so I was there and uh, I uh, I was kind of like uh, trying to um, figure things out what is going on what is happening and what what is wrong with me right now that they're taking me to the hospital am i going to be okay how is my life going to be from now on and am am i going to be crippled will i will will i die will i leave Uh, i don't know what kind of uh, what is my trauma Uh, i had no idea and then luckily the people at the uh, helicopter they were trying to make jokes with me they were trying to keep me up have the conversation going keep it light they were talking about my birthday um making jokes I remember that very well God bless them uh, then uh, there were moments where I, I I had to figure something out uh which it was a mystery to me what was going to be my life going forward and it was very dramatic and i was freaking out because i had no idea uh, how my life was going to go on from that moment onwards and then luckily um I'm a very spiritual person, and uh, and everything that I have been um, studying and practicing and uh, reading all the books and all this about spirituality and all that for years and years, uh, uh, this is where I had to put it through the test. I had to put my knowledge and my energy and my beliefs and my attitudes and my feelings and my beliefs about the divine and um, the energy and uh, my my uh, my uh, strength and my um, faith okay it was faith i underlined that faith part because this is where i had to put everything to my test and then i i, I tried to say to myself i'm going to be okay i'm declaring i'm going to be okay and my life is going to be fine. There's nothing wrong with me. And this is my decision. This is what I'm deciding right now. And I'm feeling very much that divine is on my side and is going to allow me to make that decision. And um, I'm going to be fine. And this is my decision right now. That's my choice. I'm making the choice. And uh, there's no other 
other choice. There's no plan B. This is it. I'm going to be fine. 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 And I had such great faith in myself, in my ability to declare how I wanted the rest of my life to be and uh, the ability to connect with the divine and find out that um, whatever we wish, whatever we ask, uh, it's given to us. And uh, I was... um, sure that nothing bad will happen to me and everything was going to be okay so the next um, thing I remember I was now in the emergency uh, I would say operating room I don't know what it was I was on a table and I had about like 30 people around me and everybody was looking at me checking me out making sure everything uh, giving me the examination I remember the lights I remember the people some of the people were making jokes again about my birthday <laughs> God bless them <laughs> Um, they were trying to keep it light. They were trying to just uh, figure out what was wrong with me. And anyway, long story short, hair, my hair was soaked in blood, by the way. I had to wash it the next, the following day. <laughs> when the doctor came in and he said, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You just have somebody wash your hair because you're soaked in blood. And that was the story. I, I, of course, you know, <laughs> I'm here alive and well. Okay, several years later, and uh, um, of course, I had to go through therapy and heal, and it took me a few months. I had my business at the time, my my jewelry business, and I was not working, and uh, thank God I had an assistant, and the assistant was taking care of everything. Everything worked out fine. It was the summer. I had to walk around with a pee. You know, it's like the old people are using this device. It's like... like, something that has wheels and it's 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 like a, uh, a three-sided device with wheels and I had to hold on to that and walk around and uh, I've never felt so much love so much support from people uh, in my neighborhood and in my city New York City when I was trying to cross the street there were so many people trying to help me and when I was trying to get into a taxi or there were so many people. God bless them. Uh, New York is such a beautiful city, beautiful town. And the people are so, so, so nice. I was so touched with the amount of help that I received during those days. Of course, I had to go through physical therapy. Uh, something about my head. I had to, to go to get that therapy for my head to make sure I moved right and uh, all the signals were correct and all this. Anyway, long story short, uh, that was uh, the incident that uh, marked my life and um, my faith, faith-wise, it was life-altering because here is where I learned from a life experience that uh, my decision to go on, to go, um, to be a victor, to not allow anything to put me down, to heal myself and to declare that I will be okay and to have the faith and the certainty that the divine was going to provide me that because I was asking and I felt the divine there working with me and just healing me and uh, making my wishes uh, to come true. Uh, It was life-altering. So uh, 
this is why one of the reasons that I became so spiritual and so um, faithful to the divine and recognizing the importance of the divine and the divine that is residing within us and we are part of that energy and we have the um, power to heal ourselves and to be and to become uh, who we really want to become and uh, it's very powerful to have this life experience and uh, it was definitely life-changing because after that, definitely I'm stronger, I'm better than ever, and uh, yes, I'm sharing this story with you because, um, God forbid something happens, you have to have the faith that you're going to be okay, you have to have the strength, and you're going to be fine, you're going to be fine, and, and, and another thing that I have to share is... Um, God forbid uh, you're in a situation where in danger, your body blacks out, so you don't feel anything. Like I haven't felt the heat of the car, the trauma, this, the, the scary part where, let's say, uh, if I was conscious, I would see the car coming towards me and, uh, you know, endangering myself. I didn't see all that. I just, it was blacked out. So uh, that makes me think that uh, the universe is protecting us okay so even if we have a very dangerous situation we don't we're not going to be fa coming face to face with danger because there is a protection uh, and the fact that we are blacking out um, it's a good thing because um, it's saving us from those feelings of uh, pain and suffering and uh, fear and all that so that this is what this is what happened to me so i'm sharing this with you because i want to you to know that you're going to be fine should something happen okay i'm happened to me and i didn't feel anything so anyway so this is uh, the end of the podcast i hope you you're getting some uh, something out of this i'm sharing everything that happened to me with uh, love and uh, uh, my intention is to to help other people if they are in similar situations and uh, yeah i was there and uh, i was fine and now i'm here to tell you that story so i'm going to end the podcast here and um, going to go away in the same spot by the way where i had my accident because uh, i'm going to spend the easter weekend which is a greek orthodox weekend uh, this weekend and i'm gonna have a wonderful time with beautiful family and friends and i'm going to have beautiful moments and i am expecting everything to be perfect so i'll see you next week i'll talk to you next week bye bye